Are we not doing an introduction? So we're just gonna like use the introduction that we did, correct? We could just play the theme music. Okay. Welcome to episode number 13 of Ruminations with Gabby and Kevin. I'm Gabby. That would make me Kevin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would. Number 13. The lucky number 13. Well, depends what number you're in. What, depends what culture you're in. I guess. I like that number, though. Nancy, I like odd numbers. Nancy Reagan, terrified of the number 13. Is that why elevators, not elevators. It is, actually. Is I, it? Yeah, yeah, it's the reason that there's no 13th floor is because people are terrified of the number 13. So here's, I'm going to, I'd hate to break this to you people, but if you live on the 14th floor, you that actually is the 13th in, floor. I, the condo, <laughs> um, the condo we live in, mm-hmm. uh, my family um, has a 13th floor that is labeled as such. Yeah, it, and it should be because why would people be afraid of a number? A lot of people are. But it makes no sense. The Disneyland it? Hotel, actually, in um, California, in Anaheim, California, has a 13th floor labeled as such. But um, it's the, the scary floor? Is it marketed as a special? No, the only reason they had it is because they weren't owned by Americans and they didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, this is the only place I've seen that, actually. It's European uh, as well. European as well is, it's also, it's, well, they were I, try, I believe they were Japanese owned, was that hotel, and in J- Japanese culture, that concept doesn't exist. Care. Because uh, the idea of 13 being a cursed number comes, is biblical. Hmm. But then what about countries that are most, like, Latin American countries are mostly, like, Christian countries, and yet we don't... <laughs> This is gonna this is gonna sound wrong, but I feel like Latin American countries have their own. Um, stere- uh, they have enough uh, superstitions already. They don't need another one. Mm, true. Although the most superstitious people I know are my Italian uh, my Italian extended family. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They, my um, my what was her name? Um, Lillian, my great grandmother. She would like pray to like forty or fifty saints before going to sleep. <laughs> Oh my god would she like um pour salt over her shoulder and things like that like that oh, kind of i don't even think of that as superstition that's a reflex to me when you i spill sa- when i spill salt i don't even think about it i always throw it over my shoulder not because i believe i will actually get bad luck from it but it's just so ingrained into my behavior that i don't really? even think about it yeah because just- I've, n- I've never actually seen anyone do that i've only heard of of Re- that just a reflex to me weird i don't do any of that and i and i definitely I w- I have opened under- um like i leave umbrellas oh, I, I, open i, I open umbrellas inside that's that that superstition i don't understand you know where that comes I from i don't understand any of them do you know really? where that that one comes from it's an i think i think either an ancient egyptian or ancient roman belief mm-hmm. that opening an umbrella inside this is when umbrellas weren't so used. so i was gonna ask when did people start using umbrellas this is wasn't when umbrellas Who were used for rain them? protection though this is when umbrellas were only used as parasols okay. to um you know the Michael yeah. Jackson sense to, to yeah, shield parasol, you from... literally to just stop the sun from going exactly. through. Exactly. So there was a belief in ancient, in a certain ancient culture, that opening an umbrella inside would displease the sun god because oh. you're not actually blocking sun; you're blocking nothing. But then that wouldn't harm anyone, right? No, uh, not according to the god. The god is jealous god. And he's an angry god. Oh. <laughs> but after after umbrellas Sounds very human to me <laughs> by the time umbrellas began to be used for blocking rain mm-hmm. people had forgotten the reason why they just yeah it's just the thing that became part of because umbrellas were only used for rain i think since like the 17 or 1800s it's and not that they're, they're not that old for rain yeah parasols are pretty here. rare i mean if you go to again if you go to maybe not i know people use yeah, parasols. like in japan they do a mm-hmm. lot I know a lot of people who want to be Japanese who use them. Who want to be Japanese? Yeah, people who love Japanese culture and they just want to like reappropriate parts of it and be like, oh, this could work in America. Yeah. I know some, noticed some of those people using parasols and you know what? They find them useful. They say, you know what? They shield well, the sun. They shield the not, sun. They it's get- not even a Japanese thing. Yeah, I, I've used my umbrella to stop the sun just because I like m- to maintain my paleness. <laughs> and I don't want to get cancer. <laughs> Uh, it's very effective. Somebody's going to take an audio clip of you just saying, I like to maintain my paleness and use well, this use true. this to prove a, a point about our podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, have another conversation about bun cakes and <laughs> using it to prove uh, your paleness. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe we should get back into that. But not Cube really. Vampire I ha- Weekend song. I have nothing else. Oh my God. I don't know if I should make this comment. I, I need, I think I'm going to save it for later because I, 
You have a Vampire Weekend related comment you want to save? I have a vampire, yeah. I am not the biggest Vampire Weekend fan. It's like not that big of a deal. In fact, I they're very meh to me. They're There's just, not a song that I really like love. They're just like, ah, okay. I think it says a lot about us that you feel like this is a confession. I mean, I get, it's because most people have heard, I, I've never actually heard anyone around us say anything negative about Vampire Weekend. So you, I just you probably missed that. the period where I was saying that Modern Vampires of the City was overrated. Okay, but it's not. I still like that album a lot, though. Like I, exact, I do consider myself exactly. a Vampire like, Weekend. I don't fan. have any Vampire Weekend songs in my in my iPod. in your phone. Yeah. Huh. What, what what is a better Vampire Weekend to you? What do you mean a better like a better? So you a, know what they're trying to do, that right? Does it better? You know what they're trying to do. Like you, yeah. you, when you've listened to Vampire Weekend, you've said, yeah. okay, they're trying to do this. Maybe I should look through. Yeah. What, what would you? Who what would, accomplishes the? What task accomplishes better? that goal for you? But more so, I think like sales is like a better Vampire Weekend in a certain oh, way. Oh, sales is is like Orlando supreme. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sales is the bomb. But I don't think they. I wouldn't compare them to Vampire Weekend. They, I don't they know. accomplish Maybe sort it's the of the fact same that they have a female thing. vocalist. But Vampire Weekend does not. Exactly. So that's why I don't relate that the two. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like maybe they're actually more of a rah rah riot, which is related mm-hmm. to Vampire Weekend because mm-hmm. uh, some of the members know each other. And I do like rah rah riot. Better. Do you like Discovery? I don't know Discovery. Discovery uh, is a one-off project. Dun, dun, dun. By the way, can I just comment? Mm-hmm. We have started talking about music. Oh, officially. Finally, finally, <laughs> it's on, on the unlucky episode. We started talking about music, and the unlucky episode we ta- we target all the th- we we tackle all the things that we put off. Yeah, but we're, we're finally talking about music, and the, the the reason that we find this funny, we noticed this privately, is that we both met each other at a radio station mm-hmm. whose main purpose was music, and we both Which joined is, yeah. because we liked the music there. Yeah, so we met each other and became friends through music, music. staff. Through, yeah, through music staff, <laughs> through, through entirely music-based means. Yeah. And the topic of music has somehow never broached this podcast. No, never. Until now. All. Until now. Until now. Okay, so Discovery, though. Okay. One-off project between um, the one guy from, the not Ezra Koenig guy from Vampire <laughs> Weekend, otherwise known as Rostam Batmangli, mm-hmm. um, and Wes Miles, who's the vocalist from Ra Ra Riot. And ah. it's a very electronic project from 2009. It includes a crazy electronic cover of I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Oh my God, that sounds amazing already. And is, th- is, that, is it a great cover? It is. Oh man. It's not my favorite song off the album, though. They have a bunch of really good stuff on there. Uh, Osaka Loop Line is a great song. Swing Tree is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you would love the graphic design of the cover, too. I'm going to get it up on my phone right okay. now because I think you'd really like it. By the way, I first had to, uh, I first talked about that album on the radio. And when I first did, this is during my freshman year uh, when I was at WVOM, I had to learn how to say the name Rustem Batmangli. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange name. It's, yeah, he's, I forget exactly where he's from, but uh, it's, it's a difficult name. Okay, here's the image right here. Okay. This is what it looks like. It's like a very like a grid-like system. It's ah, yeah. Orange, green, yeah. yellow, and blue. Yeah. But it's like a it's low poly. It's warm and cold. Makes I feel me like, think of the beach. I feel like this like is not the sort of cover that would have come out in t- This is a 2009 album. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like this is a more modern cover than 2009. You think? It's always good to be well, talking about visual things on a podcast. Great. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Maybe we should describe it. Or you know what you could do? Let's make this interactive. If you haven't seen the album, look up Discovery. Let's, your... let's give them a second. Yeah, I'll give you a second. Ooh, that's getting... <laughs> <laughs> we cannot whistle in unison. <laughs> okay, you got it open? Yeah, you got it. Okay. Are you looking at it? Okay, let's let's discuss this together now. Okay, so yeah, there's... Uh, so isn't it pretty? It, it's yeah. very nice. It, it, yeah, it's I nice. like how it looks like it's just squares, but then when you zoom in, there's even more squares than you'd think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, what, it's like all the way... Zoomed out all the way, it looked a little like dirty like this like the squares were painted and it turns out it's just because the pixels are different it's smaller different pixels shades. than you'd think yeah pixels you can really see pixels. it over here right above where it says lp mm-hmm. yeah the album is just called lp which cool. is a boring name for an album hmm. i don't mind it nothing like the uh the british dj kane west whose name the his name is not actually kane west he just did that as a joke <laughs> That's hilarious. And his album cover is just a square, a white square with mm-hmm. just the words Kane West and Comic Sans on it. In the middle. Right no, in the middle. Right dead center, center. Dead center. Just all lowercase Kane West. Just 
Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> made a point. <laughs> he made a big point there. He's PC music affiliated. Okay. Yeah, I would see that with the Comic Sans. How do you feel about PC music? <laughs> she had a physical reaction to this. That it was, was just a shoulder, like a shoulder. It was the bar- it was like the, the minimal, the most barely <laughs> that you could do a shoulder shrug while it still registers as a shoulder shrug. It's like I don't even want to put the effort. It's like, uh, it's like I can only really see it in the neck. It was such a subtle shoulder shrug. <laughs> you don't even register it in the shoulders. The shoulders, the shoulders. I just kind of sunk my neck in a little bit. That's just like. How do you feel about it? Uh, about PC music? Mm-hmm. I love it way more than I should. Okay. I really love it. It's like all glitter and... Maybe I should get into it. Maybe it's I like, should... It sounds like what I imagine drinking moisturizer would feel like. Oh my God. Drinking moisturizer? Like Like lotion? if you just took a, like a bottle of lotion <gasps> and just drank it. No, Kevin. That's don't, what... don't, don't ever try that. Uh, David, our music director and um, also former uh, guest on this podcast. I, you didn't see this, but I just gestured to where he sat mm-hmm. when we recorded the episode, which is not helpful at all to the listener, to the listener but... But it's helpful to me. Yeah. So, And da- if you've listened to the episode, not sure what number it was. It must have been like four, four or five. Four. Hmm. Um, then you two know who David is, or at least what he sounds like. What he or sounds like. Or if you like. listen to WVUM. You yeah. have heard his voice. But he described Sophie's album, and Sophie is affiliate with PC Music, mm-hmm. he described it as like eating an entire bag of sugar-free Haribo gummy bears, which I don't know if you've heard reviews of sugar-free Haribo gummy bears. I didn't know they existed, actually. Apparently they taste, they taste very good, but they do to your digestive system what other sugar-free things do to your digestive system. Are they sweetened with the same thing Splenda is sweetened with? Um, I believe so. Okay. It it causes it, it acidi- causes it actually acidifies the. It doesn't even seem to be that. It just seems like it causes the colon to invert within an hour. Well, it acidifies your poop. Yeah. Well, it makes it everything does. seem to want to evacuate the premises. <laughs> oh my gosh! According to reviews, just look up the Amazon reviews of this. You look up Amazon reviews no for ha- sugar-free Haribo gummy Hold bears. On. They're all about just. Kevin, you read my mind because I'm gonna. I'm about to show you right now my list of topics. And this is... Which I never... In case you don't know these, I don't know the topics before she says them and she doesn't know the topics I talk about before we... It's a conscious effort. Reading Amazon reviews. Oh. Well, then this is perfectly... (laughs) Because Amazon reviews are the weirdest thing. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly appropriate. There. Oh, I saw catalog shopping on there, which really... (laughs) I forgot. I brought a catalog that I wanted to make fun of with you. Oh, we can definitely do that. But I left it in the WVM office. I left it in an office that's like a quarter of a mile away, and I don't feel like walking all the way back. That's okay, because I actually spoke to a listener today who really appreciated the cliffhanger we did on an episode. Mm -hmm. So... We'll just leave we'll, that we'll as leave a cliffhanger. We'll leave that as a cliffhanger. Um, Listen but, to a future episode. But then it won't work because it's a holiday-themed catalog. Oh, it will work. We'll make it work, Kevin. Hmm. It doesn't have to... Remember, we don't, we don't really... We're Wait, not constrained. What, what day is Christmas this year? I need to look this up. When <laughs> I should probably actually know The 24th, man. No, 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 no. I need, like, what day oh, of the, the week? week? Day of the week. Okay. Yeah, so... It is a Thursday. Yeah. So, oh, so <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody, because I just realized that this episode is coming out after Christmas. It is not oh. after Christmas when we were recording this, because Christmas was yesterday, but... Okay, as, as it should be obvious, we are not recording this on Christmas. When you think of Christmas, what date, number, do you think of in your head? 25th. We always open the gifts on the 25th. Opening, opening gifts on Christmas Eve is heresy. Right, but... Why do you associate the opening of the gifts with Christmas? Because that's Christmas. My family isn't religious. The only things about Christmas we celebrate are the non-religious parts. It's so funny because we've to never me, the been 25th ne- is ne- a meaningless day. Really? Like the 24th is Christmas and then the 25th is just the day after Christmas. Explain. Like it's just the day after. No, but like what makes the 24th so significant? Because it's the day we have the dinner and we actually acknowledge the fact that it's Christmas. You only have one dinner? Yeah. Oh, see. Now, Christmas and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are two different beasts. I, I could totally see you. Yeah, you do two different dinners. But before yeah. we had a Christmas Eve dinner, we had a Christmas Day dinner. So Christmas wait, you, do you have like the pre-Christmas, like <laughs> the Christmas pre-game dinner? Okay. The- <laughs> so typical Sans family Christmas. And I say Sans, but this is combined Sans Magnus and a bunch of other names too. But 
leaders sans family christmas used to be done both by my mom and mm-hmm. christmas eve but now it has been separated out um so christmas eve is usually done by my sister-in-law and my brother mm-hmm. their family mm-hmm. they typically make a turkey at their house in addition to many there's it's a couple different other courses too okay. there's a bunch uh, we need to consult my brother who listens to this podcast to um figure out what courses are going to be included this year but usually there's a turkey a stuffing or and- has been included yes by the time this year that's true oh yeah isn't it weird the temporal going back and forth well because it's not christmas yet in my mind so it's not neither yeah (laughs) and to the listener it's probably really confusing because they can't be listening to this unless it's boxing day or later Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and it probably will come out in the future we should go over what date things are coming out before the episode starts so we can prepare accordingly (laughs) no but it's cool i like to keep it real keeping it real i like keeping it real you, you get to see, you know. You're probably really ashamed that we did not record this uh, episode the day before it happened, which is on Christmas. Oh, yeah. But no. But, so Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. it happens. And Christmas Eve is a, is a ticking time bomb for me because my brother has cat as a cat, oh. which means that there's a limited amount of time I can go there before my face turns into a puffy mess. Oh. But there's a lot of good food and a lot of good times and everybody hangs out and it's generally good. And there's usually... Given that it's my brother and uh, given that it's my brother and sister-in-law's house, give, it's usually uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation playing on TV. Mm-hmm. Typically, mm-hmm. Um, they also open gifts on Christmas Eve, but only the gifts oh. given by them. But when I open gifts as a child, I would open them on the twenty-fifth. It's just, but it would just be after Christmas to me. Really? Yeah. See, no. In my mind, the gifts were like that was that was Christmas. that was that was that was what Christmas was about. It is what Christmas is yeah. about. It's sitting in front of a tree in pajamas with your family opening gifts. Yeah. And yeah. everybody like pretending that they, but you, uh, you don't like opening gifts in front of people though. So No, but my family, when I was a kid, I would make a list. So I would get what I No, what but I like you, for. oh, but you, what The reason I don't like opening gifts in front of people is because I am not very good at hiding my real reaction emotions. to, no, I can hide emotions. I think I'm, pretty well, well it's, i don't know it's I, just a like my, I, I my reactions reaction emotions. to a gift i'm so i'd rather not ha- like spare someone the embarrassment of see my family you you would you would be an anxious wreck in my family's christmas because you would oh. you would, we would ask you for a list right okay. and you would give it in but my family is bored by lists my family does not like lists so then we, why do you ask for them because if you're really lost, but oh, the true okay. the true meaning of Christmas is to get into the other person's head and get them a gift so great they didn't even know they wanted it. Okay, uh, that's like it's like yeah, Christmas I'm, I'm is all about right con- <laughs> is, is about conspiring with everybody, every other member of your family to be like, okay, we're we're strategizing Michael right now. What does Michael really want? And my, do we have Michael's list? Yes, shout I out mean, to you, Michael. But uh, we have Michael's list. But we're also thinking, hmm. What is more Michael than even the things Michael said that but, Michael wanted? But aren't you kind of afraid that maybe people have a perspective of you? Like a... Oh, all gifts are suggestions. A view of you that That's the is point. not accurate to That's the, the point. way you are. That's the point. All gifts are suggestions. When you're giving somebody a gift, it's an implicit it's an implicit endorsement of the thing you're handing them. Mm-hmm. So this is especially noticeable in clothes. When you give clothes to people, it's an endorsement. So think about it. When you, go, when you buy clothes for somebody as a gift, right, mm-hmm. and give it to the person, it's something that you want to see them wearing, right? Well, you I've tend never to actually p- given clothes as gifts. Oh, you never have? No. See, my family, we're, we, we, sometimes some people are really adventurous. Like, I don't give my mom um, a list for clothes. It's just mm-hmm. like, she's like, do you need any clothes? I'm like, no, but you know what I like. But then how do they guess your size? I give them sizes. Oh, okay. See, I give them sizes. I say like, okay, here are what brands fit me well right now. Yeah. Here are the, here are the sizes that work for me. I'm good. intentionally not going to look in those stores though. Okay. Because my parents and then other people and my brother and my sister and other people who get me clothes get me different things than I would get if I was by myself. Mm. And I like having their contributions. Uh, I have a very like curated wardrobe. So I definitely want to... Oh, but people who are buying me gifts I... know about my wardrobe, and okay. they usually buy me things that match everything else. Okay. It's like, they're... they're... They know it. Like, okay. Now, uh, not to be too boastful here, but I feel like I could do it. 
I feel like I could get you a p get you an item if I knew sizes. Like that's you know without saying. Okay. If I knew a size, mm-hmm. I feel like I could get you something as a surprise that you would enjoy and incorporate into your wardrobe. Are you sure? Because the things I 75%. really like are extremely pricey. <laughs> yeah, no, because you don't have a, you don't have a huge wardrobe, but you have things that last a long time. Exactly. Yeah. The, no. So we my my wardrobe is less quality but more expensive but yeah you have a you have a a limited wardrobe where everything goes with everything else Mm -hmm. but individual items are particularly pricey because they last a long time Mm -hmm. not everything though not everything but you usually end up paying less in the wrong run that way yeah exactly because you're you just have to avoid dry dryers (laughs) and not wash your clothes too often and make sure you don't smell bad yeah that's the secret yeah i mean well what do you do for workout clothes do you do you replenish those more often well, my workout clothes aren't fancy at all. They're just so those you do. You and, and my them pajama, like my pajamas, are just they don't even match. Sometimes they're just like t-shirts that I've been given. I often don't match. I often don't wear like pajama pajamas. I used to. I used to yeah. be. A, I used to be a very big matching pajamas person. I'm actually excited because I think this year I'm gonna get a matching set of pajamas. Because yeah, I, it's been a while. I've just been using like. I actually used my PE uniform from high school as pajamas at one point. Yeah, because I'm I'm not. Yeah, Yeah. it's a t-shirt and some really nice, comfortable shorts. So why not? Often, like it used to be, it was already there. And I think this is a societal acceptability thing. But Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I really enjoyed pajamas. Oh yeah, when you bought a new pair and you finally got like to wear it, it it was. But they were pajama pajamas. They had like they were footed ones. I loved footed pajamas. Oh my god, really? That's this is an American thing. Yeah, that's definitely an American thing. Doesn't make much sense in Latin America now that I'm thinking about it. Due to the whole you know angry sun part of America of Latin America and the heat and the humidity, although. Does it get that cold or? Uh, it's okay. the The weather where I grew up mm-hmm. is perfect, one hundred percent perfect. <laughs> of course, not humid, mm-hmm. not hot, not cold. It's just constantly. Like, what's a standard nighttime temperature? It's just like twenty degrees, like twenty degrees. Okay, Celsius. I guess you could justify the feet. Yeah, but do you usually wear? Did you wear socks to bed? No. So you might no. have not wanted footed pajamas. No, exactly. That's why it seems weird. Yeah. They were always sold in footed and not footed varieties. But you know, in an area, if you grew up in an area that was a little colder, and then like when I moved to Florida, my my the amount that I wore footed pajamas went swiftly down. Right. Right. And I tended to wear matching sets, but I was I was into matching sets. I had my mm-hmm. matching sets of because they're, they're nice. They were, but I didn't wear silk, which is, that's like the stereotypical matching silk. Except if you actually had silk pajamas, you'd have to dry clean them all the time. Who has, like, ain't nobody got time for that. No. Unless you were hand washing. So you may as well get cotton, which is nice. Yeah, but I I had like race cars on them. Because they were, (laughs) you know, they were like kid pajamas. And they had like little, I had a Batman set. Every kid had the Batman set of pajamas. (laughs) And what was great about the Batman set of pajamas is if I was lazy on Halloween, was that your costume? You just wear a cape with it, yeah. If you if you take your Batman pajamas, wear a cape and a mask, mm-hmm. you are Batman. Good to go. Exactly. <laughs> and, and as long as you're wearing the cape and the mask, nobody's asking questions. That's, you got the logo on the shirt, everything's black. That's actually wonderful. Yeah, you don't have to spend money on pajamas. It's and like it, a nice DIY home fix. And now looking at this later, justifying it in reverse, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, well, wait a minute. Batman would want something comfortable. This is probably what Batman would have actually worn. Right. Like when you're in action, you don't want to be. You need something that's breathable and runnable. Yeah. You know, you, you, know, you don't want to be getting a wedgie while you're, you know. Do, if you can't walk through the neighborhood with it, you then you can't. You probably can't save the world either. And, and Batman didn't have any superpowers. He's just, he's jumping, using grappling hooks. You know, mm-hmm. he, it's important for breathability. Comfort. I, I, I would say co- like a, a smart, wear. a smart poly cotton blend, heavy on the cotton, easy on the poly. Yeah, I wouldn't wear um, a fake fabric, like a synthetic fabric to sleep. This is my, this is my, uh, my family (laughs) rolled my eyes on this so much when I gave them this one year. And people hearing it now probably still will roll their eyes. Like a lot of our guests will probably roll their eyes at this sentence, but I know you. Maybe I will. No, you won't. I don't think you will at all. Is I gave people a limit in the percentage of polyester that could be in the clothes that they bought me one year. I'm like, I don't want any more than 30% polyester. Here's the thing. Like real, the good thing about polyester is that moths and bugs won't eat holes I've never had clothes. moths have a, I've never had a problem with moths in my life or like silverfish or whatever you won't get I've never holes, had ho- I've never had holes, holes in, in your clothes I've never had holes in my clothing from the me. bad thing about synthetics is that they if smell. you dare smell bad 
Yeah. They, you the, will smell like it amplifies BO to the max. <laughs> also, they 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 just radiate heat. To me, they feel like stuffy. So, yeah. So if you're a sweaty person, don't buy. Please don't buy synthetics. Throw away then, all your synthetics right now. Look down. Take off your shirt in public. Throw check, it on the ground the, angrily. Check the tag. <laughs> well, yeah. Just then, check the tag either down here or... So what I'm wearing now, hold on, what is my blend right now? Hold on, I'm looking at my <laughs> my tag. Maybe um, I should check mine. I'm, I'm, I'm sure 100% this is... 100% cotton. 100% cotton. Oh, oh, I'm going to have to swallow my words, but I'm not a sweaty person, I don't care. And this is a chemical. This is 90, 97% polyester right here. 97% polyester. Yeah, mostly polyester. Hmm. But this one. That's right there. This one is, oh, this one's rayon and nylon so that's also polyester yeah wearing all and but you won't we wouldn't wear those to sleep no not at all i probably would actually like i would look at that before i bought those if i was you and that would be a reason for me not to get them i oh no that would not oh no it would be it would be i would i strongly prefer cottons to polyesters because to me i think no but if you want a silky fabric then you'd have to buy silk but i don't necessarily want a silky fabric right but but i'm a girl Mm. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing with me is I want everything that I wear to look matte. I don't want anything mm-hmm. to look too shiny unless mm-hmm. it's actually metallic. Mm-hmm. I get that. So I want my metallics to look shiny, but I don't want like, because I feel like that's like a lot of men who try too hard to dress nicely, but don't really know what they're doing. Mm, Just yeah, end up looking like oil slicks. They look like shiny oil slicks. <laughs> shiny oil slicks. Take Marco Rubio's hair and apply that to the entire outfit. And that's what they look like. Okay. Florida political reference. <laughs> But no, Christmas, spirit of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. So that's Christmas Eve, right? So we open the gifts that are related to them. So the things that they get for everybody, we open there. Yeah. We leave. We go back home. Christmas Day is done at my parents' house. Okay. The gifts are in front of the chimney or the tree with care because, you know, that's where they get placed. You wake up, you see all the gifts there, and you're like, oh, gifts. Mm-hmm. You wait for everybody to get there because not everybody is lives with us. So we have to wait for them to get there. Mm-hmm. Then we open this. Now, this actually makes me anxious because the gifts are sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're there. They're there. I need to open them now. Like oh I was I was the kid who used to get up at 4 a.m. to note that they were there. Wow. I got there. It's like Santa came. And then I go back up, go back upstairs, go to sleep. Well, my brother used to wake everybody in the family up at like five in the morning. Oh my god. We were this is You guys were serious about that. This is pretty typical in America. Okay. Like this is like a typical people got <laughs> people were into the gifts and the gifts. So like it's that's so you like and I'm sitting there I get it though. I get it. I'm gifts sitting, are great. Now I'm sitting there with my like drinking a cup of coffee. Often I'm the first person to get up on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So I usually the courtesy in the family first person gets up, makes the coffee, you know naturally so i'm sitting there drinking my coffee wearing wearing like my fur lined moccasins which it's still it's florida it's still not actually cold Mm -hmm. enough for fur lined moccasins but i feel like you know what why not you know if you can't do it on christmas then you can then i since i'm usually (laughs) the first person to suggest that there should be music on in the background what i've been doing for the last couple years is using the sufjan stevens christmas albums oh silver and gold which i actually i was um listening to spotify recently Mm mm-hmm and one of his Christmas songs came on, and I can't remember what song he was covering. He's recorded like 80 of them, so. Yeah, there's so there's a lot to choose Christmas from, but unicorn it was quite nice. The, Christmas Unicorn's the most unique, but he's also done like all the classics. Christmas Unicorn. Well, unicorns are known for their uniqueness. They are, yeah. It's like 12 minutes long in total. Wow. It, it's separated into multiple parts. It's a crazy song. But anyway, yeah, so mm-hmm. the music gets so on. Music then everybody gets that. here way too late. Mm-hmm. Like around around ten a.m., which is just like, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like we could have been opening gifts hours See, ago. See, that's so weird because I always celebrate. Like I never have any other member of my family except my parents and my siblings. See, it used to just be our nuclear family. It used to be just mm-hmm. the five of us, but then the five of us multiplied. Right there, but there then, ended up being more people. Exactly. Than... But then my older brothers, that are way older and they have their own families, they just celebrated on their own. Like we, yeah, we, I mean, you know? it's but it's it's interesting, yeah. We often had together. my uh, we often had my mom's parents over when they were alive. Oh, that's yeah. Sweet. We would we would give that we they would do their gift giving down here. We would give Aww. them gifts. <laughs> Otherwise, we would just send it to them. But okay, like every other year, they would be down here. What we used to do is we actually traded off every other year. They would either be here for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Okay. And then the other child would take them for the other holiday. So there were two. <laughs> the so my mom has a sister. So. Okay. 
if we were doing Christmas, they were doing Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So they always had a different child. Like every other holiday was a different child. Yeah. And that was like a good, that was a really good, good that was a really good system. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. So, but no, so we do the gift gift, uh, gift opening in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then there would be a sea, a tear of paper. This is why A Christmas Story, by the way, is a good movie to watch because this also gets the whole Christmas culture in America. It even though it, even, it's, it. even if it, though it's set in the 1940s, it wasn't made in the 1940s, mm. so it still reflects like the cultures Present of both day. the cultures of both times. Okay. There's a sea, a tear of paper. Mm-hmm. Everybody ends up with a bunch with a pile of loot. Mm-hmm. And then this was comes here to uh, this has changed, but what my sister used to hate in this this part of the day. Um, I loved it, but and I never saw her complain here. But this is the great splitting up. Which is everybody is so individually entranced in their own gifts that they mm-hmm. look at their pile and go, what is the priority here? What do I play with slash use slash appreciate first? Mm-hmm. And everybody goes off into their corner of the house and does their own thing independently. Cool. There's been somewhat of a conscious effort to curb this in recent years, though, because there is a Christmas breakfast. Oh. A Christmas brunch, See, actually. we don't even have that. We just wake up and it's a regular regular day. No, 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 no. Ooh, you should, you should try doing it the, the, do it, do it the Sands family way. Okay. And, and you'll be in Colorado, too. That's even, that's even more perfect. It'll be a white Christmas and everything. And yeah. Okay. So I'll give you a, re- I'll give you some recipes right now. So okay. Sands family Christmas, it's called a breakfast, but it's really a brunch. I mean, okay. let's be honest. It's around 11 a.m., you know. Yeah. And I know you feel about that, but remember, I was already drinking coffee yeah. earlier, so I'm like a little held over, right? What's we tried an experiment last year, me and my mother, and it's so successful we're repeating it this year. Okay. And it is. Get ready for this. Yeah, I'm ready. Get ready. French listener. toast. I don't like French toast. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna continue <laughs> but, anyway. But continue, yeah. Made with panettone instead of regular bread, mm-hmm. which is in a, like an Italian. I know what panettone like a, is. Like a Italian fruitcake. It's very popular in Venezuela, believe it or not. Yeah, they're they're fairly popular in America too. Mm-hmm. They're just thought of as Italian. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, what percentage of Venezuela is Italian? Like, there a very of, signif- there like a very significant, like a significant percent. Of, I have a lot of Italian friends back home. Yeah. Yeah. So, panettone, mm-hmm. um, and instead of using milk, we use eggnog. We okay. coat them very egg, Christmassy, and then some pumpkin pie spice on there, and then we actually bake them in the oven instead of hand frying them mm-hmm. because it allows us to do a lot at once. Okay. We'll also Efficient. toast some bagels under the broiler usually, sausage, scrambled eggs. Usually a big fruit salad, orange juice, both with pulp and without pulp. <laughs> Please, everyone. Yeah. Good. Exactly. Not and, and as my grandpa used to joke, a glass of pulp for him. <laughs> he only did that joke though because he knew how much I didn't like pulp, and he would just like. <laughs> I do like pulp. No pulp any day. I would choose pulp. Where you would say but no. We've already talked no about this, pulp. haven't we? At yeah, a party. We have. No, we talked about it. Did we a, not p- talk about it on we, air? We talked about it on a day that we hung out. I, see, I get confused what we've spoken about off air and then what we've spoken. We, we talked about this. As, I mean, an astute listener, if they know, please correct me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. here, but I believe we had this conversation off air. Yeah, maybe. Because you, you, you were sitting on the chair that was next to the kitchen in this party. And I was oh, standing. Oh, yeah, but, but then we mentioned it again, didn't we? Not on air. Not on air? Maybe on air. I don't know. If it was on air, somebody please shoot me back a million angry emails, ruminationsgk at gmail.com. But, you know. Yeah. If if you're hearing this again, nice seeing you again. Hi. Hello again. Welcome back. (laughs) We're glad to have you here. But yeah, there's the the brunch and then everybody does their whole thing with the gifts. And then there's a Christmas dinner that's usually a very crowd pleasing. So the Christmas Eve dinner is like a turkey. Mm -hmm. This is usually something that's more like... The turkey's traditional. Mm-hmm. Our Christmas itself dinner, we don't do the seven fishes, which we always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's the Italian thing that you do on Christmas is the seven fishes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you say fishes or fish for plural? I have no clue. I usually say fish. The seven fish. Huh. I have but no I think, clue. But I think both are right. Yeah, they both sound right. Wow. Anyway. Mine just got blown there. <laughs> so we don't do the whole seven fishes thing. Um, we change it up from year to year. We've done beef bourguignon. We've done um, baked ziti was really traditional. In fact, it often used to be when my mom used to do it, the baked ziti was Christmas Eve. Okay. Entirely so that we could have the leftovers on Christmas Day. And as everybody knows, baked ziti, better mm-hmm. the second day. Okay. Better the second day. 
<laughs> right, right in unison, right there. Yeah. So, but, but so your Christmas experience is just with a nuclear family and nothing. Yeah, nothing. No. What, what do you do on Christmas Eve? Um, we just have dinner and that's it. What, what, okay. Oh, and we go to church because <laughs> my parents are religious. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. So you you have dinner, but that's. Oh, it's like a turkey dinner. Um, so I'm, I'm my mom, her, I'm my mom makes the, a very dry turkey usually. I'm, I'm, Sorry, mom. I mean, she knows it's she knows it's not the best, but she compensates with a really good sauce where she uses those little like pearl onions, and it's mm-hmm. like a nice sweet sauce that she makes for it. Mm-hmm. Because you know we love sweet sauces with meats. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah. Um, and then on the side, we usually have vegetables. Um, so that's like carrots. Or green beans, or asparagus, or whatever there we, are vegetables we with feel our, like well, like having as a side. There are vegetables with our turkey dinner too, but they change from like you. They change from year. Yeah, year. whatever we whatever we, we see in the supermarket. Whatever's that fresh, you know? to us at the time. Also, since we don't buy for it anymore, we just go to the dinner. It's like mm-hmm. we have less control. And then like a nice wild rice salad, and that's about it. And then, wild rice salad. So it's just wild rice. Sometimes we throw in like cranberries in there, almonds. That kind of thing. Okay, so I've heard of orzo salads, but I've not like a... Just imagine that, but instead of orzo, it's wild rice. That sounds like a great idea. Is it cold or is it hot? You can have it either way. Because if it's salad... We usually have it hot. Oh. Yeah. So it's a hot salad? Because it's rice. Is that a thing? Yeah. A hot salad? Why not? Because I would think of it as like a cold wild rice salad, because that just sounds like a great idea. Yeah, but if it's hot, the flavors are much better. Farro. Would you throw farro in there? No, it's just wild rice. Because that did, I, I don't know, Pharaoh sounds like it, it would be good with that. Pharaoh's tasty, yeah. Yeah. But but we just have that. And then for dessert, we usually have some apple-based dessert. Because it's seasonal? Like a, it is seasonal, you know? Like a nice, yeah. Some puff pastry with some apple and then a scoop of... Vanilla ice cream. Vanilla ice cream for whoever wants it. And that's it. It's very simple. But we've also had, like, Chinese food for Christmas. And this... And, and we've also Given been your dinner to, like, times... That's probably running into church almost. So you probably have to hurry up this dinner, right? No, because we go to church in the afternoon. On, on, on Christmas Eve. Oh, so you don't do midnight mass? No, 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 no. No way. That's too hmm. That's too much. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you should... Uh, I'm not telling you to change your uh, traditions, but I'm telling you to change your traditions. I, uh, do li- I, I do really like the way the way they are, though. I don't know. I feel like that's, that's too Christmas Eve centered. I think like, you need more on Christmas Day. But no, it's nice because then Cause that's you know, the actual holiday. I well for you, but for but no, but like also like historically. I well yeah, but not in my reality. What, what day was Jesus born? Not on Christmas Eve. Well, well <laughs> I don't know what day Jesus was born. Well, it's the day the day of Jesus. Realistically, honestly, the day of Jesus's birth. If you're going by like what like uh, the the best. <laughs> are we really? Are we really? There's there's this been the there's podcast. been actual there's been actual guesses at what <laughs> it was. Ruminations with Gabby and Kevin today. Jesus. We are going to discuss <laughs> the birth of Jesus, and we are going to put the, a day. The, we're going to put a date, and it's the official date. I I've seen differing things, but m- what people tend to agree on is based on the star movements described, and based on you know the 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 cattle movements described it couldn't have been in winter (laughs) and i've seen both times around the fall and times around the spring thrown out yeah i've heard the spring like the spring like almost near where easter actually was born in spring died in spring but like um like the queen's birthday the queen's birthday in english country in english um commonwealth countries Mm -hmm. is celebrated not in the queen's actual birthday because Mm. so is the queen jesus (laughs) <laughs> no, the Queen's birthday is actually celebrated on July 4th, coincidentally to America, but... Weird. Yeah, but it's celebrated on July 4th so that the holiday doesn't have to change when the Queen does, when the Queen uh, or King does. That's smart, yeah. So it's just a so celebrated... So constant... They know the Queen wasn't actually born on that day, but... But was there one royal that was born on that day that they born just... Born on the 4th of July? They were just... <laughs> not Yankee Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, I, actually, I don't know if there was a monarch born on the Fourth of July. Because I would, I would assume that that maybe they were like, okay, so now we're just going to set the date, and whoever comes next, we'll just have to deal with it. Do you know how many right? U.S. presidents have died on the Fourth of July? No. Three. Two of them on the same day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They. Um. It was Thomas Jefferson and um, John Adams, both of whom signed the Declaration of Independence on July Fourth. Mm-hmm. Died. I believe it was like. 50 years to the day after it was signed within hours of each other oh my god and i think it was 
I, I think it was Jefferson whose last words, it, it, I might be reversing them here, but I think Jefferson's last words were, John Adams survives. And he was technically true, but like only for like two more hours. Oh my God, that's so weird. Yeah. I bet the History Channel has done like conspiracy theories shows on this. It's, it's almost why, it's, I mean, they were both really old at the time. Like they were both <laughs> people who it would make sense if you heard that they had died. Because <laughs> remember, this is 50 years after they signed the Declaration of yeah. Independence and they weren't yeah. like seven when they signed the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. <laughs> we would hope not. John Adams lived to be 90. That's good. That's good for that. You know time. what he attributed his long life to? What? Cold foot baths. Foot cold foot baths. Yeah, he he said that that was what made him live long. Like he would soak his feet in cold water. Exactly. Cool. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that if I said it, and I usually like pick up on. <laughs> I feel like that's like the sort of thing where it's like. So there is this air conditioning commercial that they used mm-hmm. to show in the late '90s here mm-hmm. that anybody who watched a lot of cable in the late '90s probably is familiar with. Um, but it was the Sears commercial for air conditioning and a bunch of people who are listening are probably going, like, because they remember this already, but <laughs> and it starts off just to, just to jog your memory. It starts, this woman goes and they're, they're sweating. There's these late nineties couple who's sweating with this cheesy music in the background. She goes, I cannot live another day without air conditioning. And mm-hmm. the guy is reading the paper because the internet does not exist. Mm-hmm. And he goes, so tomorrow is going to be hotter. And the woman goes, no. Hotter? And then the guy goes, like yesterday. And then she goes, out of nowhere, yesterday. Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. Uh, And then the guy (laughs) goes, I'll call today. And then the girl goes closer to him and like has like, I believe like an arm on his shoulder goes, you'll call now. And then he whispers back in the most like, I'm kind of annoyed with you, but I'll do it kind of way. Mm -hmm. I'll call now. I'll call. Like it's like, oh my God. You'll call today. You'll call now. Do it now. But Just later, do it. The reason I introduced this is that then there's like the spiel about like, you know, a train and mm-hmm. uh, train air conditioners from Sears. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little like skit after they present all the information. And then um, and it's presumably after they've gotten air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And the woman goes, so what's the forecast like for tomorrow? And the guy goes, another scorcher. And the woman very like she's holding up, I believe, a fork eating like a piece of fruit. Mm-hmm. Very like self-satisfied says, cool. Ha. But she enunciates the word cool a little bit too well. Yeah. And this led to a rant when I was in second grade oh that my I God. had with is that I was annoyed with people who weren't cool saying the word cool because I didn't think it could be allowed. But how do you know who's cool? Like who decides who's cool? I think you just know when you see it. Right. But do you think everyone agrees? Do you think that's an objective reality? There like isn't. Coolness? No, there isn't. If you look up the Wikipedia article on cool, they can't explain what cool is. Exactly. They can't. And they're try- they try to. And people like social psychologists have tried to explain. But that's because like there, there are people that think so- like something's cool that I definitely don't think it is. But what is know? cool to start with? Like, let's, let's Again, take a step yeah, back. It's what like, actually I know is? It, what I know actually... it when I see it to yeah, what... me, but it's not. But you couldn't even someone's... describe what you see as cool. True, I could just say you could, this is cool. You could cool. talk about this things cool. that are cool. Exactly, like And example. things that aren't cool. Like, for example, this woman is clearly not cool that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you saw her, you'd be like, no, she's not cool. Yeah, I mean, she's having that discussion, which is... Yeah, you're, you're already starting off in a pit. Yeah, exactly. Like, what and, if, and, and she doesn't have air conditioning. Yeah, no, but so she gets air conditioning. So she's literally not cool yeah. well, that's, from the start. That's, that's the pun. So that's the that's, whole point of the That's the point of the, the terrible pun <laughs> that she talks about. Another scorcher, cool. But it's the way she enunciates the word that annoys me because mm-hmm. it's, it's enunciated in a way of, I know exactly what joke I'm making, mm-hmm. but the husband doesn't laugh at it. The husband, the, the commercial ends right after, cool, Done. commercial over, on to the next. On to the next thing. Yeah. But, oh, God. Like, what is cool to you? Like, what is the paragon of cool? Oh, my God. I, I don't know if I have an answer to that. Whatever comes to mind. Things that are cool. Oh, my cat. My cat's cool. Your cat is cool. Yeah. Except when he's, um, you know, outside. Because he's not vaccinated? Yeah. Yeah. He's mostly an indoor guy. Yeah, he's an indoor cat. 100% yeah. actually. Yeah, your cat. Your cat's cool. Yeah. Let's see. Um, the Ramones are cool. Yeah. I, th- I feel like if there's like an objective level. I think I actually wrote this down. Hold on. I made a list of things that are cool. Okay. Hold on. Um... You can you can vamp on something while I look this up, but I'm I'm pretty sure 
I made a list. Okay. I did, definitely don't have a list of things that are cool. Did I check it twice? Who knows? Who knows? Um, do, 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 do. Here be dragons. List of band names. List of things I hate, which is an, also a thing. Um, I don't we'll think we dig into that we, one we later. <laughs> I don't think we. I was about to say. I don't think we need to go into the list of things that yeah. I hate. It's a very. Ne- it's a, ne- a very negative list. Yeah. Let's let's save that for a negative time of the year. So the first thing uh, on there is actually the Clash. Is my list of things <laughs> that are cool. <laughs> okay. Looney Tunes. Mm, see, I don't agree with that. Oh no, Looney Tunes are so cool. See, again, it's a subjective thing. What makes Looney Tunes not cool? It's just the fact that I don't like them <laughs> that much. But does that mean they're not cool? No, but they're not. They're not cool to me because they're not. They don't mean also, anything. Also, you not liking Looney Tunes. It's because I just didn't watch them. It, so they it's mean wrong. Nothing to me. They, but the thing is, there are Looney Tunes I've never seen before that when I watch them now, like having never seen them, they're amazing. Okay. They they hold up is okay. what I'm saying. Um, real authentic Italian food, <laughs> which right under it is fake Italian American food. So I guess I just like it all. Okay. The examples I give of fake Italian American food are chicken effing Parmesan. I use I don't say effing. I use the full word there. Mm-hmm. New York pizza, the Caesar salad. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the Caesar salad. Yeah. That's- what? Well, the, the, you rolled your eyes at Caesar salad. I don't like Caesar salad. What's your problem with Caesar salad? <laughs> I don't like the creamy dressing. <laughs> Even if it was on the side. Even if it was on the side, because I don't like creamy dressings in general. Doesn't have any cream in it. Did you know that? But it's just the consistency. It's, it's weird. A gr- it's a great consistency. It's the taste of victory in steak. I associate Caesar salad. <laughs> Caesar salads were often eaten in steakhouses a long time ago. Yeah. Well, they still are. They still are. Yeah. And I, I like whenever I'm getting a steak, I'll sometimes think like I gotta get a Caesar salad before this. Like either that or like shrimp cocktail, something that's like so quintessentially steakhouse. See, I think shrimp cocktail would be a cool thing. <laughs> shrimp cocktail is cool. Yeah. Because it's and it's, it's also old fashioned, like a, a refreshing cool. cool, you know what I but mean? But it's but it's old fashioned. Like it's cool and more than it's than cool and old fashioned. Like lobster thermidor is cool because it's old fashioned and cool. It's like oh, I'm getting lobster thermidor. Like who's the last guy? Like who's the last guy who ordered this on the menu? I've actually had it within a year. It's pretty good. Uh, actually, within two years, it was it was longer than that. Last, but it's good. Yeah, lobster is good in general. The last thermidor I had actually wasn't a lobster thermidor, but it had lobster on it. It was mostly mahi mahi based. Okay. But it was still a thermidor. Yeah. Um, let's see. Florida. Florida is cool. Mm, yes, it is. I will save Florida. My Florida is is cool. It's entertaining. It's not literally cool. Like it's not like. Oh yeah, no, it's not literally cool. It can be, but often isn't. We're still waiting on that cold front. <laughs> Mr. Clean Magic Erasers is on here. Those are cool. <laughs> well, they're they're good. They're they actually work. Well, they're cool because I don't know how they work. They're cool because I'm just like staring at them. I used one today. I cleaned my shower. I'm like, how? They're amazing. How? Yeah. It's just a piece of white, and it just. They're beautiful. Gets I, the I scopes. Don't know. The s- uh, we're gonna look. We're gonna look into how they work, and we're gonna get it's back melamine to foam. Yeah. I know that's what it is. I don't know how melamine foam works. Well, we're gonna look into the science of that. It's just a piece of foam. No, clearly it, it doesn't, doesn't rub my that. skin off. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, well, you wouldn't want that to happen. Because if it gets off soap, soap scum, but it doesn't get your skin off. Then it's doing the right thing. It, well, I mean, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> then but, it succeeds. But can we agree that that's cool? Yeah, we can it, agree It's not that just cool, cool in like the... But, I, but It's see, cool in the way you know that what? it's just I, like, how does it... I honestly don't think... Yeah, that's kind of like a, oh my, that's kind of like a cool when you see that it works. But not really like, this is cool. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yeah. In a weird way, I almost disagree with you that I almost, I think they're <laughs> so, almost, they're definitely cool, but they're almost cool. They're okay. almost cool. Yeah. I, I'll give you the almost. Um, now. <laughs> losing weight is on here. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Go ahead. Do you know what also is cool though? Plugs? Yeah. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah. So, so isn't it weird when I know what, when this is going to end? It's not that surprising. But when you don't know, it's you're like, taken aback. It's taken aback. I feel like this could go on for like... An hour. More. So we'll have um, to continue it. Do, uh, do you want me episode. to start or... Yeah. You, you should start because I was the one that... Because you, you, you that, announced it this time. Yeah. The, this uh, also the first time that happened. Yeah. So, so number 13. Ooh. Plugs, 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 plugs. That was great. At Kevin Sands stuff on Twitter. That's at K E V I. At K I V I N. No. 
<laughs> Ignore everything I've said. At K-E-V-I-N-S-A-Y-S-S-T-U-F-F. That spells at Kevin Says Stuff. That's my Twitter handle. Find me to say things I haven't been saying as much recently. But tweet it's, at him. Tweet at Kevin. Tweet at me. Tweet at me. Tweet, tweet. tweet. Tweetily deet. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so, also on... <laughs> Okay, let's compose ourselves. We always lose it at this time in the podcast. Focus Coyote. Um, So, I also have a radio show, but don't listen to it now because it's away. It's it's away for the holiday break right now, but I typically have a radio show called um, Space Pop FM, Mm -hmm. and I have another radio show called Kevin Sandscapes, my rotation show. I don't know what, um, when those come back, I don't know what the time is going to be, so I'm not going to say the time. So just wait. Just wait. It'll probably, Space Pop will be towards the evening hours. Yeah, that's when it fits. Yeah. I would actually say it's like a dusk. It's, it's a, a d- perfect dusk driving music is what it is to me. I like it being after 10. Oh, okay. Because the thing is, I mean, dusk would be perfect. Right. But the the powers that be would not like that. Ah, uh, I could see. It's... The powers that be would be like... The p- <laughs> okay. Gabriella Degwitz. Okay, you can find me at GabriellaDegwitz.com. G-A-V-R-I-E-L-A-D-E-G-W-I-T-Z Or Zed. Dot com. And you can find my blog at blog.gabrielladegwitz.com. Um, Gabriella.com is still available. And yeah, maybe, do you want to buy it? <laughs> buy it for uh, us. Go for it. Buy it for us as a gift. Buy it, yeah. Still make... keep your website at the way it is, but just throw in a redirect from Gabriella.com oh, to just be... I should also get like Garbiella. Garbiella. So uh, anytime anyone misspells anything. Degawitty. <laughs> exactly. They'll just get redirected. Dega. Well, it'd so be really, having said it'd that. Be, it'd really be Degawix. Because, be, because if they were doing a typo, right next to the Z, and right next mm, to the Z is the, is the X. Yeah. So people, if they, were gonna, if they were going to hit something incorrectly, unless they're using a German keyboard in which then they would... Then it's the Azerti. Yeah. Well, it's actually Quartz in German. Oh, the Azerti is the French. Yeah. Azerti is French and Italian. Yeah. German is Quartz. Yeah, true, So true. it would be um, R or Y. Okay. And having said that, thank you for listening. Thank you. Come again. You're welcome. Next week.